0: Hello and welcome to Rockets, Accelerated Geek Conversation, and the most cursed podcast (laughs) in your feed. I'm Simone de Rochefort, supervising video producer at Polygon, and I'm joined today by Brianna Wu, executive director of Rebellion Pack and COVID Survivor. Welcome to the show. So... Do you think we are produ-
1: we are quit to produce anything this week? Because this is our 10th time to try to record the show. I, yeah. I don't think we could be trusted to, like, watch Barney right now, to be honest no, with I you. No, I would be
0: really scared that I would do something to endanger the pre-recorded footage of the <laughs> Barney show, which probably stopped airing in, like, 2000. Yes. And I could I could damage, actually, the threads of space.
1: There are are parents listening to Rocket right now that are yelling at me because Barney is my last reference for a child show. It's from the 90s. But, yeah, I have that child-free lifestyle. So, sorry. I don't know.
0: I am going to actually find out now when it did stop airing because I am curious. But, yeah, Peppa Peppa Pig, that's something. Oh, my God. I think I was right that it stopped airing in 2000. Um, Oh. Anyway. 2010. It this stopped is, airing in 2010, but you're now okay. A Barney podcast. Yes. Hey, kids. Welcome okay, that, to Rocket. That's fine. Okay. So you survived COVID. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry that I you want got to talk about back. COVID.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I had the nightmare, I am going to die version of COVID. I mean, this stuff is like, I really understand how a million people have died of this stuff now. And you were telling me in one of the other versions of trying to record yeah. this show. You've had it four times. That is crazy.
0: Either three or four times and none of them were very serious. And I'm not sure I, I really drew the, you know, the lucky stick or however you would put it. That's not a phrase, but I invented it. I uh, mean, um, it sounds <laughs> like you having not gotten it for three years. And despite being vaccinated, just like got yeah. the crappiest stick of all
1: yeah it really kicked my butt yeah the funniest part is Keffles is somewhat of a like controversial figure I love Keffles she's a, a dear friend of mine I would take a bullet for Keffles I really respect her work like in Kiwi Farms taken down yeah and you know like she's she's someone I genuinely care about right we talk all the time. Um, But it's so funny that Keffels gave me COVID. (laughs) Oh, so, my God. So, yeah. And, like, out of everyone, like, all the other streamers she's had beefs with, you know, if she'd given, like, Destiny COVID, that would have been really bad. But she gave me her friend COVID, so I guess that's going to be okay. This is so actually incredibly is. funny
0: because it means we both had Celebrity COVID as our first variant. You got it from Kevles. Oh. I got mine from Anna Hachian of Red Scare. So, I oh, fi- wow. I mean, it was filtered through another friend. So right. I we we really got the that's why it kicked your butt so much because it was celebrity COVID.
1: That's right. It was it was capable of taking down keffels and you know Canadians they're they're made of tough stuff. So mm-hmm. there it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, welcome back to the show. You I'm one so thing glad you're thing I did learn better. from it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really missed y'all for two weeks. I I do want to say the one thing I learned about COVID uh, for this is. I'm really, really glad I took Paxlovid early because mm. as bad as it was, I I truly think I would have ended up in the hospital without Paxlovid. That stuff Jeez. is amazing. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I did get the rebound COVID from it. Like, this is – what Paxlovid does is it knocks down your viral count and it really, like, decreases your chance of long covid um, and like they actually had to stop the clinical trials of Paxlovid halfway through because it was, it showed such a benefit that it was unethical of them to withhold it from the control group, believe it or not. Wow. So wow. It, it's a really, really good drug, but one of the phenomena with it is, uh, after you get off of it, uh, the covid can kind of come back for a more mild hump of it uh which happened to me so i had mm-hmm. like a you know a, a week and a half course of it and i was like Woof, that was terrible back to work and then last week right before we're gonna record rocket like everything's spinning i'm unable to walk to the bedroom so oh uh yeah it's been an adventure
0: yeah, that sounds absolutely nightmarish. And, yeah. But I'm not surprised that that you of all people were like, oh, good, we're done with that. Back to back to the grind. <laughs> <laughs> to get back on it. No. 100%. One of these days we're going to teach you uh, how to how to let yourself heal. Um, but no, for now, no, we have the podcast. To so no rest yes. for the wicked. No rest.
1: Um, Let's get to it.
0: We're going to be talking about iPads and Apple Pencils. And then we are finally going to have Brianna's impressions of the new <gasps> iPhone 15. I love it. Which I'm super excited about. I love it. Uh, for Rocket Booster, we're going to be talking about a very special event that you had in Washington. Uh, one might say, you're a great hurrah before you were brought low by by COVID. Uh, and it's <laughs> because I literally haven't talked to you in like... Two to three weeks. I'm it's very excited to weeks. hear how it went. It's been
1: three weeks. I, has it been? A, I missed. I missed that week, and then I missed the week after, and then the week after, and then the week after. So Holy it's been a whole moly. month. Believe it or not,
0: that's nuts. Ah, uh, well, thank you
1: for holding me on the fort. Absolutely, I appreciate it.
0: we've got a lot to go over. All
1: right, so let's talk about the new iPad
0: rumors. This is really exciting. All right, so. Uh, the I- Apple iPad and the Pencil family have new members in some places, in some ways. So first off, the Apple Pencil. So Apple is releasing a new version of the Apple Pencil that joins the first and the second gen Apple Pencil. It is, of course, as you might guess, a USB-C charging Apple Pencil to bring it in line with the rest of what's what the heck else is going on at Apple. However, It has more features in common with the first-gen Pencil than the second one. It's notably lacking pressure sensitivity and wireless pairing and charging. That being said, it does have a couple of the new features, such as attaching magnetically to the iPad, which the first-gen does not. And it supports Apple Pencil Hover on the iPad Pro. Uh, Apple has released a handy chart comparing all three Pencils so that you, too, (laughs) can go, Huh? at the things that it decided to take away and things that it decided to add slash keep. So this new pencil costs $79 compared to $99 for the first gen and $129 for the second gen, which does kind of put that in perspective, but I think there is a lot to say about what the the, the features that they chose. Um, And then secondarily, despite multiple very exciting rumors about iPad refreshes with M2 chips on the way, Apple is instead, for now... Releasing a 10th generation iPad that will support eSIM in mainland China. That's the change. It's supporting eSIM in mainland China. Yay. So bringing that in line with the rest of the the iPad, the 10th generation iPad family. That'll be available for pre-order on October 19th and officially released on the 25th. There were lots of exciting rumors about like a new Mini um, and a couple other new models, but in the Tuesday sort of release of this news none of that seemed to come to pass and there are conflicting reports from like the the general the the usual leakers the usual suspects about whether or not there will be new ipads this year ming chi kuo who's usually so reliable said there's not going to be which is super surprising because they usually do and a couple other notable leakers like disagreed with that and said like of course we're getting them and everyone thought it would be this week and then this happened is just eSIM in China. So it's, it's interesting. Brianna, what were your initial, I guess, impressions of these, of these rumors? Were you hoping for new iPads?
1: So let's go one at a time. We'll start with the Apple Pencil, and then we'll move to the iPad rumors. So um, I really do understand the bringing this Apple uh, Pencil out, like it's a lower price point. And the design of this, I don't know if you've seen pictures of it, but I'm I'm really not jazzed about it. Like you pull Mm -hmm. it up and there's a USB, um, it's not a male um, like USB port, it's a a USB-C female, right? Mm -hmm. Which means, you know, one of the glories of the first, Gen Apple Pencil is it? You could pull the end of it off, and it had a male lightning uh, port on it, so you could just boom plug in your iPad, leave it there for 30 seconds. It would charge. Yeah, you, know, you could let it charge for longer, and it would it would be great, right? Um, for this, it's like okay, your Apple Pencil's got to work. So okay, let's go find a charger and pull it out and plug it into the side. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just a really, really super awkward design, right? And the thing about the magnetic clasp on it, it's great, but it's also a formula to lose your iPad if it's in a purse or a backpack or whatever, like your Mm -hmm. Apple Pencil. So you're like getting the most losable feature of it mixed with the fact that it's now not going to charge. So I don't know if I like this at all. Like it just, it feels like, if you're going to get an iPad, like, what's the difference? Like $30? Just go get the real thing. Like, if you're in the Apple ecosystem, you're getting screwed financially anyway. So why not go for it?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the tough thing. And I, I do disagree on the port because I feel like with this, with the the, the port that you're plugging the USB-C into, you could potentially mm-hmm. still use the pencil while it is like charging and plugged into something depending on where you're sitting. That being said, I agree with your what you said about the price point being like it, it is the cheapest of the Apple Pencils, and I think that that's that's really cool and why it is missing some of these features. But you're right that for. A lot of the stuff that people who are serious about the Apple Pencil consider important, like pressure sensitivity, that's a, that's non-negotiable for people who are using it for any kind of art or design work. You have to get the 129 dollars uh, version for that, or or the or the uh, the 99 one. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first or the second gen, basically. Um, and I find it so odd that this one in particular, especially because it's it's new does not have that and then also as you pointed out like yes it's the cheapest one but it doesn't work with the the older like the cheapest models of ipads so you're needing a a newer ipad you're needing a more premium ipad but what then at that point why would you buy an apple pencil that doesn't have the pressure sensitivity that doesn't have wireless pairing and charging which for me I think especially on top of pressure sensitivity, like one of the things that I love about Apple products is how they just kind of seem to work. You don't have to think that hard to get them to work together. And the wireless capability is part of that for me. So I think that that's another odd feature to not include. What do no. you
1: think? No, I, I think you're exactly right there. So, um, you know, it's it's like I said, another good option. Uh, I'm happy it's there. It certainly confuses the lineup. Let's let's talk about the iPad well, uh, really rumors right
0: quick. Now. Yeah, I, go for a it. couple more yeah. thoughts, I guess, about the pencil. Are that it so? It, as uh, I think CNET pointed out in their write up of it, this does fall in line with something that Apple has been trying to do more frequently which is put out, you know, like a a low, middle and premium tier of each of their products. Um and like mm-hmm. fitting in with, you know, the iPad market in that way, fitting in with the the MacBook market in that way. And I, I don't know it, it I it does make sense to do it with accessories. It's not necessarily something that they've done with the AirPods yet, which just have, like, a a basic and then a premium model, which is great. Love my AirPods Pro. I I, I don't know that it makes as much sense to do it with accessories because there's such specific use cases. Like, people who want the pencil I and are, like, spending an extra $100, like, rounding up loosely in almost all of these scenarios to get the Apple Pencil, I struggle to envision like what a budget version of that like who who is the market for a budget version of that that being said of course I'd love to see more affordable Apple products available for people but I do think it's confusing just because of like looking at this chart that they released comparing the first gen second gen and USB-C gen um, like you you could go back and forth between like oh yeah the, the oldest one has all of these features and then none of these features. The newest one has all of these features. And then the, or sorry, the second gen has all of these features. And then the newest, newest one has like, yes, 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 no, yes, no, yes, no, no. And it's like, why, why, why? what is the, what is the <laughs> rationale? Anyway, anyway, thoughts.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you on that. I think that for something like if I'm going to go out and buy a MacBook right? I think I'm willing to sit down and go, okay, least good, medium good, very, very best, right? And then really think through the the use case scenario, right? I think that, like, for an accessory, like, there's a reason, like, with the AirPods, you know, you've got the AirPods and then the AirPods Pro, right? Right. You know, I just yeah. think that if you're segmenting out a product line this much, it's just a lot of decision making yeah. for something like this, right?
0: It is. It really is. And like I said, like I'm happy about like $79 is, sounds so cheap for an Apple product. I'm like, oh, that's exciting. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, I don't, I, it it has too many downsides for me to say like, oh, that's definitely finally now it's my time to get the Apple Pencil. Like I think I would rather just wait until i have enough cash saved up on my apple card again like i did with the ipad or no like i did with the airpods pro and just spring for the second gen um so yeah that's how i feel about it do you want to talk about the ipads now
1: yeah um so i don't know how much stock i'm putting in these rumors right like i hear i hear everybody when they say uh, that, um, you know, this single, like, very, very minor update came out and bigger things could be, like, it, it may or may not be coming. But it, it just seems like when there's smoke, there's fire. And, you know, having a really good iPad model around the the holidays, it just makes sense to me that Apple is going to do that. I don't know how you feel, but it, I, I am waiting desperately for them to come out with a really, really good refresh of the iPad pro or like some ultra premium iPad. Mm. That's really worth me spending money on. Right. Uh, I believe my current one it's gotta be like four or five years old now. Right. And I don't yeah. regret buying it at all. I don't regret buying the magic keyboard. It has been an amazing trooper. Uh, best you know, keyboard apples ever made hundred <laughs> percent. It, it's great. And, um, yeah, it's just a product, especially with the cellular modem integrated. Uh, that I don't regret doing it at all. But that said, you know the the thing is with an iPad, it's such an iterative upgrade that uh, you know I really want if I'm going to invest that two thousand dollars. You know, this mm-hmm, is MacBook mm-hmm. money, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're including like the new keyboard and the new cellular and enough, you know, space in it for movies and all that. Um, yeah, you know, I really want it to be something special. And there are things that I really do want if I'm going to invest in another iPad. You know, I'd like for at least the magic keyboard to have an SD slot reader so I can do Lightroom oh, on the go. So cool. Um, yeah, it would be great. Um, you know, I, I wanted to have more integration with like the, you know, even being able to plug in a, um, you know, Phone, uh, like my my amazing new camera on my uh, new iPhone, right? Uh, like transferring directly over there, like really make this a pro machine as far as Lightroom or things like that. I I need it to be more of an upgrade than the freaking screen <laughs> and an M2 chip if I'm going to, uh, you know, invest that kind of money in it. So yeah, I just I keep waiting, waiting, waiting for Apple to do something big with the iPad. And, mm-hmm. and they just won't. And I will get into some of the rumors about the foldable iPad, which also seems to be like there's a lot of smoke there. But I need them to do more. And just there's been so many releases from like Mark Gurman. I, I have to believe something is coming.
0: Well, yeah. And like Gurman had, had an email go out l- over the weekend uh, talking about the rumors of like the, a new iPad, iPad Air and Mini. But the changes were just, oh, it's the faster chip. Uh, And then he's saying next year, potentially, there will be an OLED screen iPad, which I'm curious to know if you – if that would be – would that tickle your fancy?
1: (laughs) I mean, it's great, but honestly, that money, I'd probably just go buy a MacBook, to be honest. Yeah, you'd rather – you want the other functionality. um, I don't know. I just – I, I wanted to upgrade this line. I mean, how old is your iPad at this point? Uh, what I think do you it's only a couple years
0: old. I, yeah. uh, I don't have it within reach of me or else I would check uh, because it, it's the latest model of the iPad Air. Um, I think I got it maybe two years ago. And I'll, honestly, for me, for what I do with it, like I'm not doing photography like you are. I'm not – I use it as, like, a mobile email machine um, and, like, for for writing on the go. Like, sometimes I'll bring it into the office, especially now that I have my iMac back at the office. So if I needed to do a little more intensive work, even though that machine is, like, old as balls, I could still, like, open Premiere on it um, and not have to carry my laptop in. But for me, like, this model of iPad Air is enough. That being said, I always kind of enjoy getting – Updates because that's my future we're looking at uh, someday even though I'm not even though I'm not there yet but you know me I like to use these things until they die I finally turned in my eleven 100%. yesterday at the T-Mobile store. <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. Can you do that? Because I lost the box for mine, and I cannot find the box that they sent me to send back my old phone, and I'm I, freaking out about that. I don't that. think they
0: sent me a box. Um oh, no. I was confused about that. Maybe, maybe we're transitioning to the next topic, but let me—yeah, so I they I swear to God, they did not send me a box to send it back in, and I was kind of waiting for it, and then I got that text message being like, Hey, you have till October 25th to turn in your old phone, by the way, or else your deal goes away. And I was like, oh, well, right. crap. But yes, you can just take it to, uh, I mean, assuming whatever retail, whatever uh, carrier retailer that you got the phone from, the new one, if you got it from a carrier, you can just go turn in the phone at a store and they'll send it back. So I, I got a text message confirmation saying, yeah, we got it. So I'm good. I'm covered now. We're fine. But yeah. I don't, I don't know if they send the boxes anymore.
1: I'm worried the Apple police are going to come, like, destroy my life. So they're okay, going to come smash up your
0: new phone if you don't give them back the old one. Yeah,
1: that's it. There it is. So awesome. Sad.
0: Well, let's go into topic two. Let's do it. OK, so the iPhone 15 is in everyone's hands on this show now. Uh, Christina and I talked about our initial experiences of me with the iPhone 15 and her with the Pro Max last week. Brianna, which model did you end up getting? So
1: I got the uh, just uh, normal Titanium uh, Pro Max uh, it is amazing. I like it. I think the thing that really struck me when I picked it up is I could not believe just how much lighter it felt in my hand. It, it was truly astonishing. And I pick up my old one and it feels really heavy. One of the really interesting things about how they made it like trick your brain into thinking it's lighter is the uh, centrifugal force of it. So all the weight of it is held in the center of it and it's lighter around the edges. And that's how it tricks your brain into it feeling a lot lighter than it is. Yeah. That's
0: cool. I need to pick up my phone right now and (laughs) test that out. Hang on. Oh, my God. Uh, Pick it up. Yeah, pick it up. You can see how
1: the center of it feels really massy and the edges of it don't.
0: Holy moly, you're right. Oh, this is cool. Okay, <laughs> that's yet another thing to appreciate about this design. Yeah, yeah, but I mean,
1: it, did you feel that way? I mean, were you going from like a same size phone to an or I not same size? I immediately
0: felt that it was lighter. Um, because I mean, it is. It is both physically smaller and it is lighter than my iPhone 11, uh, which I, we talked about it last week. But like, that was the thing that that really pushed me over was realizing that i could finally get a phone that was smaller than my old one and like because i'm always looking for the smallest model that isn't like a mini or an se even though i know i did threaten to get an se vocally in our group chat i was like i'm gonna freaking do it don't make me do it i'm gonna do it and then you guys talked me off that ledge but yes immediately i was like what oh my god it is so much easier to hold and i really like the the shape of it um With the, the the more squared off edges. Have you done anything fun with, uh, so this is not your first time with the dynamic island, if I'm not mistaken, but you do have the action button, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I like it as far as it being my camera. Uh, I did get this phone at the exact same time uh, that I got a Leica Q2, uh, which is a really small, super well-made like uh, like camera uh, with a 20-millimeter lens. And, and this one's light and small enough that I carry it with me you know, just all the time in my purse or whatever. So I, I want to admit that I have not used the photo, uh, the camera that much, but I definitely like having an action button on there to just snap that photo if i don't happen to have my leica uh with me uh and obviously the zoom lens on this is great um like don't get me wrong it's a fantastic camera it's better than the old one i've compared the pictures um and in a lot of ways like this is better than a standard like you know my really really nice six Mm six thousand dollar uh canon with a amazing lens right yeah um at the same time, you know, the deeper I get into photography and the more I understand about it. Yeah, you know, this is a hard subject to talk about, but there's so many computational tricks mm. that an iPhone is doing with your photography. That you know, I remember when I was in journalism school and like you had like you know, ethics classes and photography. Mm-hmm. And and the deeper I get into, like, more conventional, you know, mirrorless or DSLR photography and really understanding the theory about that, the more it's like I'm understanding, like, My camera is taking like ten pictures in a row and smashing them all together and running an algorithm here to bring out like this and that, Mm. and it's just a part of me is going like, is this even a photograph anymore? If that makes sense?
0: Yeah, because you're so you're doing things so manually with your other camera. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good way of thinking about it, and interesting because Apple is it loves to position it as, you know, a, a camera that you're taking capital P photographs with in, in all of their keynotes. Well, and I mean, you are. Yeah, you
1: are, and the bokeh effect with the you know that they're they're cheating with the new portrait uh, you know slider. Uh, I mean, it's great. It's nice, soft. It's like a real lens, but I, it's good stuff. It's better for ninety nine point nine percent of people. I I think my real objection to it, and and this isn't about the iPhone, but. Something I've learned as I've gotten deeper into a lot of hobbies, like cars or retro video games, is Mm -hmm. the friction is where the meaning is, right? Like, you cook, Simone. So, like, there's something, like, I remember when I made the garlic soup you recommended, (laughs) and it was really difficult to do, but it, it tasted really good and it was rewarding. Right? There, there's something about just putting that much preparation into to getting a result that makes it meaningful. And I mm-hmm. think it's 10 times more that way with photography. Right, like If you just pull out your phone and click the action button and take the picture, you can have an objectively gorgeous result, but there's just something about slowing down and figuring out your white balance and figuring out what your f-stop should be and making sure that your photo is level and looking at your histogram um, and, and taking it that makes it more meaningful art to you. And I think that's a lot of what I get from photographs, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I I get that because it, it, it's definitely not for, for everyone and for, you know, 90% of like if I'm snapping a photo of my food at a restaurant, I right. am happy to have whatever version of that Apple has like tweaked their algorithm to make look really, really good. Um, but yeah, for you, I can, I can understand how it could be like a little disconcerting to be like, all right, I'm going to take a photo and I know all the ways in which I can control this image and then to have that go into your phone and it, as you say, it it like mashes up something that it says, all right, this is good. This is what you want, right? This is, we're capturing life the way that you see it, right? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I kind of had maybe a different vision of that. Um, so yeah, I, I can see, I can see that not being as appealing to you, although obviously we love a good camera have you, or do you miss the mute switch at all? Like, are you happy to have the, you said you're taking photos with the action no, button. No, I wanted the it?
1: mute switch to die. I'm yes, very you hated that thing. switch. So, Rip. yes, I did. I'm, I missed so many calls because of that switch.
0: So annoying. Well, I am happy that you have finally been freed uh, from its <laughs> great burden. Um, what else is different about the Pro Max? I like, get what what model were you upgrading from again? I,
1: it was just last year's version, so oh, okay. literally the same thing, right? Or like, for you, um, this is maybe you know, less exciting.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I
1: I do really appreciate the lightness, and I think the color of it is is gorgeous. Um, you know, a lot of the videos of how uh, destructible. This seems to be, yeah. do give me a lot of pause. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, it, it's just a phone. If I have to take it over to Apple to get repaired, not a big deal. I just don't you care. So using there is a
0: case or going butt naked,
1: uh, but Me too.
0: It. so far. I, I did get a, I, I have Apple care plus right now, um, so mm-hmm. crossing your fingers, have you had any trouble because you are doing photography? I, I mean, I guess you said that you're not taking that many photos with the phone, but you have, have you had any trouble with the transfer speed of that, uh, USB-C cable or did you spring for the faster, uh, cable?
1: No, I already had a really, really uh, good cable uh, for my my monitor. Like I've already got the Pro version of that. Uh, just like every cap- cable Apple made, I've got around. So uh, it's been fine so far. Uh, I don't take a lot of four K stuff uh, because if I'm going to shoot serious video, you know, mm-hmm. again, I'm going to use my six thousand dollar Canon. Uh, but it's it's been great so far. I mean, I've I've appreciated it. it it's a great phone, right? Um, so no complaints about it. Uh, you know, I think 99% people are going to love the camera, going to love the zoom, going to love the new portrait mode with the bokeh and the blur. Uh, you know, they're going to love the lightness. It, it's a fantastic product.
0: Heck yeah. Do you feel like, I think when we were looking at this year and, and talking about it when the announcements came out, we were kind of looking at it as a like, this is the year where the people who've been kind of hanging back, like me, should spring for that upgrade do you still feel like that is the case? Has that borne out with your experience of the new phone? Even yeah, though you are definitely. coming from, I think, a, yeah,
1: yeah, this is a big year to do it. I mean, a hundred percent. I think it's. Uh, I, I, you take you would know better than I would, but it just oh, yeah. it does seem <laughs> like this is enough stuff this year to to make a difference for someone that's gonna that's gonna make that jump. Uh, you know, I, I think it's hard though because Apple has kind of stopped. Uh, iterating on the actual looks of the phone. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that long ago that every single year Apple came out with a new design. And then it was every other year... Apple came out with a new design. And then it was every three years, Apple will come out with a new design. And now they just, like, it, it's really been the same pretty much since the iPhone 10, right? We mm. only had the the island changed, the dynamic well, the, island from the notch. The 11 yeah. that I
0: had had the rounded edges and the glass back. So I, yeah. I would say that's different from whenever they switched to the squared off edges and the titanium. But you're right that that's not like, a, it's not a huge yeah. change. That's not a, a big... uh It was a big difference for me in that I'm not so worried about dropping my freaking phone, but it's not a revolutionary (laughs) change. And it also is something that they've done before, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I love the titanium, though. It's what really impresses me as you hold it and it feels so quality in your hand. It's light, but it's strong. I just
0: absolutely love the way that feels. I'm freaking obsessed with it. All right. Any final (laughs) thoughts about the iPhone? No, it's
1: uh, it's really good this year. Hundred uh, percent support getting it. Uh, I just want them to come out with a new iPad next because uh, that's the thing I have that I use the most. Is the oldest, and I need to upgrade it.
0: Heck yeah! Well, Brianna, let's talk about what you're doing this week. Uh, so this week
1: I am unfortunately still recovering from COVID. Uh, I feel a million times better, but I'm just getting real with you, Simone. I took mm-hmm. two naps today. Uh, this stuff is just terrible. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of work done this week, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I still can't work out which is uh, really critical Ooh. to my mental health. So, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah need just, uh, just sleeping a lot, trying to, to get back on my feet, uh, just to be completely honest with you. We, we do have, a uh, with, uh, well, let me talk about this. I'm sure some people have probably seen, uh, some news that one of the people I work with, uh, Cenk Uger, uh, is running for president. And Ooh. I would just like to say out, uh, out there, uh, I don't have anything to do with that campaign. Uh, I'm not going to be helping him with this mission. Uh, Wish my friend the best, obviously. Uh, But, uh, you know, one of the things is now Rebellion. Uh, The pack I work for uh, is a completely independent pack uh, because, um, you know, packs can't coordinate with presidential campaigns. So uh, what I've been focusing a lot more is my work with Progressive Victory, uh, which I'm really excited to talk about in our bonus segment. So a lot of really exciting uh, stuff going on there. If you are at TwitchCon uh, this week, uh, please text me uh, because Progressive uh, Victory is partnering up with my really good friend Kyla, who's not so erudite on uh, Twitch, and we're literally throwing a party at a mansion at TwitchCon. And oh my god. I would love to invite you to come.
0: <laughs> nice. Briefly on the like exercising note, I remember that being like one of the most frustrating things when I had mono was just like feeling like I physically could not do the things that I wanted to do that I knew would make me feel better, like yep. going out, like taking a walk, like literally literally anything. Um so I'm so sorry that you are still feeling under the weather. Um but napping is good. I
1: appreciate that. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you're I will doing it. You will get there. Just a little more. Just a little more. It's going around, though. I have another friend who has it right now. Oh. I, I can't remember if they've gotten it before either. Frustrating. Um, well, and there's the, the booster,
1: event. y'all. Go get your booster this year. I mean, you know, if you only had the first uh, vaccine, like – It'll probably keep you out of the hospital, but it is, uh, you know, this stuff is not a joke, so take it
0: seriously. I just got my booster today, and our subscribers will be getting their booster in just a few minutes. And if you're wondering what that <laughs> is, it's a bonus <laughs> segment that you can learn more about by going to relay.fm membership, because our boosties, our subscribers, get a bonus segment and an ad-free show every freaking week. But before that, what am I doing this week? Uh, not much. I have a cold, as you, as everyone last week knows, and it's still true. Uh, whoa! Um, but I got my flu shot. I got my COVID booster. So I'm ready to be immortal for the rest of the winter. Um, but other than that, I'm just working um, and going to my friend's engagement party this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. I missed their actual engagement, uh, which was like a, they had a little gathering after they got engaged. But I was in Washington at the time, frustratingly. So this is very exciting for me. I got a second shot. To get an in, to get that wedding invite, <laughs> um, and I I had a video come out last week actually on uh space oh, in Elden it Ring, on? it like the design mm-hmm. of spaces in Elden Ring and how it uses like both very large open spaces that make you feel free and spaces that are like really dense and twisty and maze like to scare the crap out of you and how those two things, you know, in in unison. Uh, make the game feel really, really special. Um, And it's just a sweet little short little ditty. I made a freaking sub-six minute video for the first time in a million years. So, heck yeah. (laughs) Are
1: you like ContraPoints where you do like a quote low effort video and then it's like an hour long?
0: I Not never that long, thank goodness. But like every time (laughs) I write a script now, I'm like, let me calculate how long this will be in minutes. And it's like 15 minutes. And I'm like, no! God, why? Uh, why can't I say something in five? But this time I did say something in five.
1: Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Make.
0: Thank you. Um. All right. Our Booster subscribers, you're about to hear about a cool event that Brie had in Washington. Uh, The last time that she was healthy and well and able to go out and about without <laughs> a... <laughs> A care in the world. Um, And if you want to learn more about how you can access our bonus segments, like I said, go to relay.fm slash membership and you can learn more about that. Uh, Anything else to say before I whisk us away into that? Next week we will have a
1: full dessert segment. Uh, We're just, uh, Simone and I are both sick this week. So we're going to keep it a
0: little short. (laughs) We're so freaking beat. Thank you so much, everyone. This episode of Rocket is, wait, how do I, is terminated. Terminated.